the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN, where it's 8.02 in St. Louis. Your time check brought to you by Jewelers and officially licensed Rolex jeweler. And we head now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And Britt Giroli from The Athletic was in town last week and put together a couple of great pieces on Yadier Molina and Max Scherzer. And Britt joins us now on 101 ESPN. Britt, thanks so much for the time this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well just getting back from uh, L.A. So it's been a a great week of watching baseball. It's been amazing. And the Cardinal-Dodger series was a lot of fun. And uh, you got a chance to visit with Yachty and be around the Cardinal players. And uh, it's interesting that uh, because Michelle and I were talking a couple of weeks ago about how Yachty has literally been around for people's entire lives. I have a 23-year-old daughter, and she doesn't remember baseball without Yachty or Molina behind the plate for the Cardinals. And, And at some point, this is going to end, but it's it's glorious to see right now, isn't it? It is, and, and I'm glad you, you brought that up because I, I don't think people realize how one how impressive his his career truly is, and how it stacks up, and two how rare it is for a guy playing the most physically demanding position in baseball to be able to go out on his own terms. Um, I can't think of many other catchers who are going to be able to hang it up before the game passes them by. And you look at a guy like Molina, he's still playing at a high level. This isn't like a let's run him out there because he's a a cardinal great. No, he's helping this team win. And this team very quietly here is now very much in the thick of the NL wildcard race. Britt, one thing I loved about your piece was talking about the pain that Yadier Molina deals with every day because we always talk about how many times Yadier has probably squatted in his career. We talk about what his knees may feel like, but Yadier doesn't really share that freely. He doesn't ever complain. He doesn't really talk about the pain that he might be playing with day in and day out. So for him to talk to you about playing with pain, I thought it was really interesting that not only is he dealing with with that from a physical standpoint, but just the mental toll that it takes on him every day to try to push that pain out of his brain and be out there uh, and be able to go out there and perform. Yeah, I I was glad that he kind of opened up a little bit and and talked about, like you said, the the mental component, because Mike Schultz mentioned um, earlier that day that this is a mental thing. Physically, he's in a lot of pain all the time. Physically, I don't think most of us can fathom how he feels most mornings when he wakes up. But what makes him so unique, what makes him so great, is the fact that he is taking all of that and, and putting it and locking it away in his brain somewhere and just thinking about how do I win today? How do I help this team win? And focusing so much on that that the rest of the stuff just kind of gets shoved aside. And I think if nothing else, you look at a guy like Yadier Molina and the mental toughness to be able to do that is just truly remarkable. Britt, what do you think the respect level, because of what we're talking about, is for Yadi around the game, outside of the, the Cardinal clubhouse and the Cardinal realm? 
I would hope, and, and I said this in my column, that people in other baseball cities respect what he's done and they treat him as such next year. I would hope that he does get a little bit of the retirement tour we've seen with you know, the Derek Jeters and the Mariano Rivera's and, and Daniel Ortiz. You know, a guy who we all know is very likely going into the Hall of Fame would get that same appreciation because he has played nearly 20 years as I mentioned, at catcher, going out when he's still productive in this game, I would hope that people recognize that. And I think fans of other teams love to hate him. Right? They always love to hate really good players, really competitive, fiery players on a team that's not a team you root for. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, are we going to see another catcher like him in our lifetime? Maybe not. And I hope that other teams uh, and also other fan bases, probably more importantly, because I think players have that mutual respect in other dugouts for how hard it is to do what he's doing. I would hope that other fan groups next year really give him that round of applause, that salute, because he very much deserves it. Britt, you mentioned in your piece that your late father was a diehard Cardinals fan and that he used to point to the TV when Yachty was playing and say, that's who you want to play like. And one thing that I keep thinking about and savoring with the remainder of Yachty or Molina's career here is that not only when he's not playing for this team are they going to lose a great leader, a great player, they're going to lose a piece of their identity because Yachty or Molina has been the face of the Cardinals for a long time. It really encapsulates, I think, the way a lot of Cardinals fans feel about the birds on the bat, toughness, greatness, a winning mentality. And I just wonder who's going to be that next person to assume that role for Yachty, but it's going to be really hard to kind of replicate what he's been able to bring to this team from an identity standpoint. It really is. And you look at his career and then, you know, the he comes up, you know, the Cardinals go to the World Series and lose to Boston and, uh, He's just been part of this organization for so long and really just deeply embedded in that history. And certainly Adam Wainwright uh, to a certain extent as well. Um, I do think playing every day, it's a little bit different than the every five days. But look, you could very well next year see the the end of a whole generation of Cardinals fans like watching Adam Wainwright, watching Javier Molina. That's all coming to a close here. And, you know, I think that, it started to, the era started to end when Albert Pujols left, right? Like, my dad was absolutely devastated when that happened. And he always really liked Yachty, and Yachty obviously took the mantle as, as his favorite player uh, when Pujols left town. But I think, you know, that door has started to close for a while now, and it's really going to firmly shut when Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright are done. And you're going to have to look around and say, who is next? How can we continue to have this identity? And hopefully... Those guys have been around long enough that they have left these indelible impressions on these younger players, and hopefully they can continue to be that kind of a team because it's very interesting. I thought Schultz went on about how tough these guys are, how they want to play all the time, how having to sit a lot of these guys just to keep them fresh is a lot of the times an argument. And to me, that's a direct reflection of having guys like Yadimir Molina, having guys like Adam Wainwright in that clubhouse, posting up even at the ages they're at, even when we all know they're dealing with probably minor injuries, maybe in Molina's case, major, major injuries and major pain. So I think they've been around long enough that hopefully they really have impacted that next generation of Cardinals players. Athletic senior MLB writer Britt Giroli with us on 101 ESPN. And Britt, as you were doing the Yachty piece here in St. Louis, you also had a chance to speak to Max Scherzer. And as you mentioned, you went out to L.A. And it's interesting, as we talk about Yachty, Yachty and Max Scherzer, from a baseball perspective, are kind of kindred spirits, aren't they? 
They really are. Um, and I think people kind of look at these talents and say, well, they're just better than everyone else. But it, it's no accident um, that they're better than everyone else. Um, Javier Molina, as I said, was running in the middle of August um, by himself um, in the middle of the day. And that's what makes him great. Max Scherzer is finding ways to pitch around the hamstring and the back and the neck and all these different units that he has. And that's what makes him great. So it is never just the talent at this level. It is what they do behind the scenes. Nobody wants any part of Max Scherzer's between starts running routine. Um, I'm sure nobody wants any part of what Yadier Molina has to put himself through to be able to catch at the level he's catching at at nearly 40 years old. So it's interesting you say that. There are a lot of parallels with those guys. And I worry those guys are going away as the game becomes more about rest and more about young guys. And more about, well, if something hurts, let's just shut it down proactively. There is something to be said to that, yes. Uh, but I also think the things that these guys do, the lessons that they bring are really important. Um, another thing that they have in common, Britt, that I, I realized from both of your pieces is not only the greatness that they possess from a physical standpoint, the commitment to their craft, but both of these guys, Max Scherzer and Yadier Molina, seem to really live in the moment. You talked in your piece about Yadi about how day-to-day he pushes that pain away from a mental standpoint and just focuses on the game at hand. Max Scherzer was talking about 3,000 strikeouts and how it takes him about a year to really appreciate something that he does in his career from an amazing standpoint. It seems like these guys are just so laser-focused on the job that they have to do day in and day out. They really are. You know, Max Scherzer hits his 3,000 strikeout in the fifth inning against Eric Hosmer uh, over the weekend, and he steps off for just a second because the crowd's going nuts, and he doffs his cap very quickly, and then he gets in there and he fires the first pitch strike to the next batter. Like, that is what sets him apart, right? He is able to refocus, get back in the zone, and go after that next guy. He was not happy to just hit that 3,000 mark. He had a perfect game going. He had already thrown an immaculate inning. Uh, You know, that to me is what makes these guys so great. They're constantly trying to say, what's next? Where else do I get? Um, And you see that with both Molina and Scherzer. They're already in the record books. They already are probably Hall of Famers, but that doesn't stop the drive. They want to be better, better, better. And ultimately, both these guys want to win more than anything else. Hey, Britt, one more thing before we let you go, and we do appreciate your time this morning. We've been asking Cardinal fans today, and as you know, Cardinal fans are somewhat entitled or spoiled, and we're asking Cardinal fans today whether or not they they want the Cardinals to make the playoffs. Uh, Tell Cardinal fans why they should or should not want the club to make the playoffs. Well, I think they should because the last time they were a wildcard team, they won it all, didn't they? Ten years ago? Uh, 2011, so... I think, um, listen, I covered the 2019 Nationals. That was a wild card team that just got in, and people thought they were going to lose, and they went all the way to the World Series and won that. So I think you always want your team to get into the World Series because it's never the best team on paper. Even often not the best team on paper that wins the whole thing. So once you get in there, it's a roll of the dice. And I think if you're a Cardinals fan, you know, and, and that whole team that's gone by that cardiac Cardinals kind of mantra, um, you – there is power in being that last team in and scratching and clawing into the last day to get in. There is something to be said for that. So I think I think if you're the Cardinals, you want them to get in, and you're curious to see how far they go because you, know, you look around and you know, the NL East winner isn't very scary. Uh, you know, crazier things have happened. Like I said, I covered the 2019 Nationals. I now believe that really anything can happen, 
as long as you punch your ticket. Britt, great work on the Yachty and Scherzer pieces and all of your work at The Athletic. We advise everybody to go out and subscribe to The Athletic and read your work, and hopefully we can talk again soon. All right. Well, thank you so much, and thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Britt Giroli is senior MLB writer for The Athletic, joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.